right, welcome back, folks. Uh, it's Jared and Bob here with Eric again, making another appearance, coming up close on being the uh, unofficial third chair. I know um, this is this is nonstop now. It's yeah. week, <laughs> weekly appearance. <clears throat> so I told I told you too before, and so we are talking about this in real time. But like the people that listen to the show and watch the show won't figure this out until like these episodes start coming out. But this is like the fourth episode that we've recorded in like three days. So we've, we're literally like, I, I don't know. We got to like find something to talk about. Like we need, like, we need like more people to come on. I, I originally asked like two other people, see if I could get like a mega episode and they both bailed. So, so is someone, someone gonna, someone's going to pop in then. Uh, potentially. I mean, it could be Spencer. Um, <laughs> I like his thoughts on the, the divorce rate of porn stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, he also, he wanted us to get on with him tonight. Um, Cause he's interviewing some like cyber hacker. Oh, the, the guy he told us about when he was on the show. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah. Um, Rob, his co-host like can't make it or whatever. He's like, are you and Bob available at like nine o'clock? And I was like, nope. Nope. We'll probably just be wrapping up ours and I'll be going to bed within the half hour after that. <laughs> I was say, so does that mean we got to be done by nine before he fucking logs in? Yeah. Or not. Maybe oh, we can have a fun, fun way to end it. <laughs> you got, does he use the same room link? Yeah. 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 Oh, so we split it a while ago because, so I had a license for zoom with my old job because they paid for it. I was like one of the very few people that got one at, at compass. Um, but then when I left, uh, I obviously lost the license. So the, the license I think was like a hundred and it's either 125 or 150 bucks. I forget what it was, um, for a year, I think. And so Spencer was also doing a starting his podcast so I was like, hey, why don't we just split the cost and share a Zoom thing? So I had to create a whole new email called Sarcastic Reality that was just a blend between us and him. And then, so it's an email that exists that no one uses. Like I use it sometimes when you have, like when if you get to sign up for something like a bullshit email, they're like, oh yeah, it's like, fuck it. Like, remember back in the day, you used to use uh, dodget.com. Did you ever use that website? No. Oh, no. dude, it was great. It was, uh, you could literally like it, the whole reason, I don't know why it went away, but the whole purpose of the website was to exist as a, like a bullshit spam collection thing. So you could make up anything at dodget.com. So me and my buddy Dave, when, cause we were fucking geniuses when we were kids, we liked the idea of tiles. So for the longest time, him and I, anytime you had to sign up for like one of those bullshit email things, like enter your email to sign up for this or whatever, we yeah. used tiles, like, like the tile on the floor. So tiles at dodget.com was like the email, the go-to email for all that shit. And you could log in, you could go to dodget.com and you can type in whatever, like your thing you, that you used before, and you could see the inbox. So you could see all the crazy shit that was on there. But I mean, like I said, the website doesn't exist anymore, but 
Does the email, does that email still work? Uh, I don't think so. I used it. I tried to use it in college once and it got kicked back as a fake email. I'm such a sucker. Cause I, I sign up for like everything. Yeah. So I, I, I constantly have like 30,000 unread emails. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like every, I don't know, maybe like two to three months I'll go through like my inbox or my emails and like start unsubscribing from like random shit. Yeah. Like I was, um, I used to be a, a subscriber to the athletic, the, um, uh-huh. the sports journal. But when I originally subscribed, it was cause it was, they were running a promo where it was like $20 for the entire year. So, so then when it came to like re up and they wanted like 120 or whatever the fuck it was, I was like, yeah, no thanks. But I still get the emails and like, it's dumb shit like that, that it accumulates in your inbox, right? Like you don't check your email for like six hours and you have like 47 emails. Yep. So occasionally when I get fed up with that bullshit, like I'll go through and like unsubscribe from like all those stupid fucking things that I bought over the years. But like I open my email now, just scrolling through it. Um, Eastern mountain sports. I don't know if I've ever shopped there in my life. (laughs) Why is that in my email? Nike, Twitter, touch of modern J crew, Domino's Victoria's secret. Uh, Tilly's (laughs) Tilly's. Titleist. Well, that's that's always, that's always important. Yeah. And then like credit cards and shit, but it's like smile direct club. I've, I've never signed up for smile direct club. Yeah. That was my, how was my email in their registry? <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those random things where it's like you sign up for one thing and you, ch- you happen to check the box that it's like, you allow us to share your information with third parties. Then all of a sudden you yeah, get people sell their list, whatever you get emails from smile direct club. <laughs> so, um, also that would, f- that would give me the worst anxiety. I I'm a psycho when it comes to emails and I like, I like to have a a clean inbox. So like very rarely do I have zero, but like, I usually have like less than five. Cause like sometimes like if I get a bill that gets emailed to me, like I'll leave it in my inbox as like a reminder to pay it. And then once I pay it, I'll like file it. Cause I also have files all through my fucking email and all that shit. Cause like I said, I'm a fucking psycho when it comes to that shit, but I do try and keep it like low. So when it gets to be like, you know, 10, 20, 30 plus emails, I'm like, oh man, I got this is fuck. This is freaking me out. Um, yeah. I forget how we even got on that. Talking about Spencer somehow. Yeah. Somehow he's we- going to, he's going to storm in later at the end. Oh yeah. Yeah. Potentially at nine o'clock with his uh cyber hacker so like i said i invited him on here and he's just didn't respond so of course he didn't (laughs) it's his favorite thing he tried to tell me i was scared he was like oh you don't want to talk to the cyber guy because you're scared and i was like no i don't want to talk to the cyber guy because i'm going to be recording for like an hour before that and then i want to go to bed i gotta go to i have to be in cambridge at fucking 9 30 i think tomorrow nine o'clock 9 30 so we all know how awesome the commute from fucking anywhere into cambridge at least least you get to go to cambridge cambridge is awesome yeah cambridge is is the best place ever 
right over by uh, MIT too. Oh, Kendall Square. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Ish kind of. Well, MIT is in Kendall Square. Yeah. Well, I said by, uh, near, near MIT. No, you said exactly at MIT. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> good, good luck driving there. Today was the worst it's been in a while. You know what? Um, you know what I noticed is because sometimes I get bored when I drive in the car and I think about dumb shit is I've noticed that um, traffic on Tuesdays and Thursdays are fucking terrible. And I think what that is, is like this new like post COVID like hybrid world, like people just don't work. Well, not that they don't work, but people don't go into the office on Mondays and Fridays. Yeah. So like they only go into the office on like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Cause I've noticed that Mondays and Fridays, like traffic really isn't that bad, which is weird because for all of eternity, uh, Friday traffic has been the worst fucking thing ever. Now I'm sure it'll suck once the summertime rolls around. Cause especially, you know, if I'm trying to get any from anywhere North to my house going South, people are going to be going South to like, either go to the beach at like either get to the Cape or like Narragansett or, you know, Newport or anything, anything like that. So I'm sure yeah. the summertime Friday traffic is going to suck, but like, like I said, Mondays and Fridays so far, traffic has been a breeze. It's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday that the traffic has fucking sucked. And I, I have noticed Tuesday is the worst day of the week. Because I think that's pro- that's got to be like all the hybrid assholes, like just go into work on Tuesday. Yeah, no one works Monday because either A, they're, they're banging out sick from the yeah. weekend. Yeah. Or B, they're on the hybrid. Yeah. <clears throat> And Tuesday rolls around. Here comes everybody burying the roads. Wednesday dies down. Yeah, I think because I think you're right. I think they do off on or off on, off on, off. Yeah. So yeah. two days. Stupid. Go to work full time. <laughs> gonna work. Nope. People are more productive at home. That we went over that on whatever episodes coming out. Yeah. Maybe it came out, maybe it if didn't. I have to go to work. I want everybody to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do envy the people who get to stay home. That's that's awesome. You know how much yeah, money? I, I mean, I have a truck. I would save so much fucking money just on gas. Yeah. I mean, I um I am one of the hybrid assholes, but I I also don't have an office. Like I don't oh, really? have like a physical office for my job. Like we use our client spaces. Yeah. as offices. So I guess that, like I said, technically I am hybrid, but like some weeks I'm out five, like Monday through Friday, I'm, yeah. you know, in an office. Um, yeah. and some days like I'm only in an office two days a week. So, so it all depends. Tough. It's tough in like my industry. I'm, I'm, I'm in manufacturing. So I kind of have to be there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like physically we have to make it but yeah, yeah I, you mean I, you have I, to I be am, there to do to get like make stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> i do envy it though someday maybe i'll switch to sales sales sucks <laughs> depends on what you're selling yeah that's true too if you're trying to sell like fucking vacuum cleaners door to door then it's fucking brutal yeah <laughs> we had we had a we had a client and um what do you sell i, what do you I, do? I, own, I own a gym 
Oh, the 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 golf. Uh, I do some. So I do some golf stuff. I thought I saw uh, something on Instagram. Personally, Instagram, yeah. yeah. So my Instagram accounts cater to golfers. Um, I train golfers one on one, and I train them online or like remote. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I train athletes eight eight and up. Um, and then we have an adult program too. So, but we have so we had a client and her friend like texted her and was like, "Hey, just want to let you know, I gave your info to someone." Um, they're going to come by and clean your rugs for free. And she calls the person up right away and goes, what the fuck is the catch? And it's like, a, it's like a timeshare meeting. Like, Hey, like come yes. for free. And it's like, <laughs> but here's the sales pitch. So what the guy, it was this like diesel fucking vacuum cleaner goes in and it, it's like, what's the catch? It's like, you just got to listen to me for like 20 minutes. And it's like, <laughs> He goes, we clean your rugs. You get, you just got to listen to me for again, like 20 minutes. This is like, I show you how clean these things can get your rugs. And then I try to sell you the vacuum and it's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and like, of course what they do too, is like they go to one spot in a rug and like, wow, look how dirty your rug is. Like you're a fucking disgusting beast. And it's like, fuck. And then, you know, they clean the fuck out of the rug and then it's like, Oh yeah. So we got this, uh, this vacuum. If you want it, like we can order you one and it's uh $2,000 and it's like, Oh, Jesus. okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, no. And then it's like, I, I like looked at her. I go, you didn't tell her you were, you didn't tell the guy you were coming here. Did you <laughs> like, do not fucking bring me a $2,000 fucking vacuum <laughs> salesman that I don't want. So that is a lot harder of a sales job compared to um, someone I know that sells packaging for food products. So all food that gets packaged, he has a packaging solution for that. So yes, he needs to maintain the relationships with clients and make sure like, you know, he's doing his job, but it's a much easier sell because the food distributors need to distribute their food in packaging. That's yeah. not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like, you know, also like selling cars isn't that bad. Uh, it's not that good either though. Yeah. But I mean, typically when someone shows up at a car dealership, it's cause they're there because they want to buy a car. It's yeah, not the, like you're so trying the, to like cold call people and be like, Hey, do you want to buy a car? <laughs> yeah. So, but the way they, the way they get paid and their structure, they get fucking dicked around. So that, that's yeah. why, like, that's why that industry is. I mean, a lot of, I mean, a lot of sales jobs, you get dicked around with, with pay and structure and things like that. But I know, but cars seem especially bad where it's like, it's socially acceptable where it's like, Hey, we're going to give you a bunch of money as your salary. But if you don't sell enough cars, you need to give us that salary back. And it's like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, yeah. Huh? And then it's like, yeah, well, we know we said 20, but you didn't sell 23. So, you know, you owe us on the, on the drawer. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like we had some guy come to us at one point before we owned it. And he's like, oh, well, we're going to do a draw. I'm like, what the fuck is a draw? And it's like, oh, you got to sell uh, $10,000 worth of memberships over a time period. I go, all right, $10,000 worth of memberships. I'm like, you want those in six months. So I'm like, well, what about a year long contract? Does that count? Or what, what, what is that? He goes, yep, no, that counts for you six months ago. All right, man. What happens if I don't sell my 10 grand? It's like, oh, well, you know, we just don't really have anything for you right now. I go, 
Hey man, I'm asking you a fucking point blank. Then why would I sell anything? Yeah. If there's no penalty, no kidding. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, well, we're trying a new program, whatever. And then lo and behold, you know, six months later, he fucking asked us if we want to buy it. So <laughs> <laughs> sign of things to come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that was like LA fitness when I worked there for 37 minutes. It was like, uh, oh yeah, your base salary is, uh, I don't know, how does 32 cents sound? Uh, and then you're going to make <laughs> all this money off of uh, everything that you sell. But we're, but when you come in for the interview, we're going to tell you that it's a developmental position and that you're going to work very closely with the personal trainers and you're going to be a managerial role. Nope. Headhunter. Yep. Nope. Literally just a headhunter. Oh, why didn't you close those people? I don't know, dude. They didn't want a membership. Well, you can't let them walk away. Uh, they didn't want, they didn't want what we're selling. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, that's on you. You didn't sell properly. Yeah, literally, that's what they said. They were like, well, yeah. you didn't close effectively. I'm like, all right. Game them into wanting a membership. Yeah, yeah. Listen, fatty, you need to <laughs> sign up for this fucking membership. If you don't, you're probably going to die of a heart attack. <laughs> well, I would say, especially, especially like that, that, that in, obviously I know that industry is fucking sucks. Cause it's like, it's like, Oh, well, why'd they walk away? It's like, you didn't close them. It's like, yeah, well, did you fucking pre-qualify these people whatsoever? Like, right. do you have any idea if they're willing to even pay the rates or yeah. commute to this place? They want to where are they from? Not have they, have they ever been to a gym before? Right. Like, right. What are they looking for? Did you do any of that? Or did you just fucking give me someone cold? Not to mention the gym, the LA fitness that I was at was in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, which I mean, if I had to guess and, and I'll just go uh, ahead and say it, Pawtucket's a shithole. I drew, I drove through it to get to Juana Moise at one Well, time. yeah, no, I was going to say if I had to guess the, shithole. the median income in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, I would say somewhere between 40 and 50,000 a year. It's, it's definitely not high. Yeah, that's, it's not right high. by where I work. I work on the lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. So gross. you want me to sell a $600 a month package to someone that probably makes $40,000 a year? Yeah, that math works out. Okay. Why'd you let them walk away? Because <laughs> they can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are we doing? You fucking idiots. No, so. that, that's, that's the crazy part about the fitness industry. You have people that just straight do sales and it's like fuck me you better be fucking really fucking good at what you do because yeah and you got to almost like work for yourself like you can't have anyone like over your neck and like like oh well you know there you had you had five meetings today it's like yeah but you sent me five fucking shit bags like right i wouldn't have even sat down with these people if i had a fucking conversation with them beforehand right right and like the guy that was above me was like oh dude this is the easiest job in the world it's easiest job in the world and i'm like is it, is it really, is it really the easiest no. job in the world? <laughs> Don't think so. Yeah. So like I said, that's why I quit after 48 hours. And also the trainers that were there were absolute dog shit. And I didn't get to do any training. Like they, well, you want to talk about like bait and switch. Like what they did to me was like the def, the textbook definition of bait and switch. Like they told me that it was a like a, a developmental role, like working with personal trainers and that I wouldn't have any of my own particular clients 
but I would do like a, a decent amount of personal training to cover for trainers and stuff like that. No, literally I showed up. They're like, your job is to just sell and you get, you only get paid for things that you sell. Oh, cool. Do I get like paid for like doing these training sessions? No, you only get paid for memberships that you sell that you're not a trainer. So we don't pay you to personal train people. You just get your normal hourly rate, but you get a percentage of, of that person's package. If you sell them on it. Yeah, like, great. Uh, yeah. All right. So this is, this job is literally nothing. What you guys told me. I got it. Okay. You're pieces of shit. <laughs> I got it. All right, cool. I'm on. I mean, just yet. look at, look at who they hire some of these gyms for their personal trainers, you know? Yeah. I'm awful. It's what I see even at my, I mean, my gym is not that bad. Cause I think it's pretty corporate, but I mean, some of the people they hire and the things that they have their, their clients doing. Oh yeah. It, it's like, why? Like this person weighs 320 pounds. They don't have to be doing, um, Single leg Bosu ball squats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like Let, no one, no one in on treadmill. Pop. Let's spend a, no, yeah. a couple months on the elliptical. Let's not go right into bodybuilding at yeah. 330 pounds. You know, let's let's develop a little bit of a base here. <laughs> yeah, no one in Gen Pop needs to touch a Bosu ball. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, <laughs> I want to fucking cut the one we have right in half. Yeah, but I want to do it in front of everyone. <laughs> no, you gotta wear. You need it for stability training. I fucking hate the that fuck thing. out of here. I fucking I, hate that thing. I hate Bosu balls more than anything in the world. I mean, they yeah. have more uses than I give them credit for, but yeah, I still. I, I, I did abs on a Bosu ball like two weeks ago. It's pretty. That's good. an that's an actual yeah. That's an actual legitimate function of the Bosu yep. ball. Yep. Yep. Rehab. Good back stretch. Yeah, rehab. Yeah, lean, lean over. <laughs> yeah. Two spine extensions. It was nice. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna swing golf. I'm gonna swing golf clubs on the Bosu though. Yep. That'll that'll make me better. Yeah. Uh, squat yeah. on the Bosu. Yeah, you got to squat on the Bosu ball. Yeah. Yeah, back barbell back squat on the Yeah, Bosu you gotta ball. really make sure you activate your core. As if hol- holding a loaded barbell on your shoulders isn't enough activation of your core already. Like, no, you got to stand on a boat. How else are you going to activate your core? I don't know. Squat actual weight. Or how about you don't use a belt? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't use a belt. Take the belt off. <laughs> I, have, I, I love watching people. I mean, granted, okay. Is it secure? Sense of security. Sure. Does it help? Of course. Help. Does it, does it save your back a little bit? Maybe. But if you got a plate 135 or, or 185 or even 225 and you're strapping up, your back with the belt wrapping your knees with those knee wraps. <laughs> I, there's no real need, man. Like you want to activate your core. I, I love that too. A lot of the guys who, who, who use belts all the time, they'll have like not a stitch of an ab because of how um, relying, how, yeah. how much the, yeah. the core relies on that, on that, that belt. It's just like enough too much. You're yeah. not a whole Colgan. You don't need the belt. <laughs> i always then, tell our i always say i always tell our kid i always give him some absurd number like well when can i use a belt i go well let's start with front squatting your body weight for eights yeah and then when they get there i'm like oh yeah we don't use belts for front squats that's dumb so <laughs> what the hell what the fuck <laughs> like five or six years ago i'm squat I, I don't go this heavy anymore but i was trying to get 
505 on the squat, right? And I've never, never used a belt. So I'm, I've worked my way all the way up there, no belt. <clears throat> so my buddy at the gym at the time was like, yeah, wear the belt, be better for you. Completely ruined it, almost fell. Took the belt <laughs> off uh, one set later, was fine. But I'm like, Jesus Christ, I don't know how people use this thing. Well, never mind too, like you're going to have people, which it could have been you, but there's also people that, that use belts frequently that are just assholes that don't know how to do it and they pull it too tight and then it doesn't do anything. All it does is hurt you because now it's too tight. Like now you're not getting anything. Like people think that the belt is supposed to be worn almost like, like a, like a belt that's trying to keep your pants up. And it's like, well, one, it doesn't go around your waist. It goes around like your diaphragm almost like it should be like belly button ish area. And like, you should be able to get your fingers in between the belt and your stomach. Like it's just there for like slight haptic feedback. Like you don't, you you don't like crank the fucking thing down, which I always think is hilarious watching people put belts on because that's what they, they like crank it fucking down. And they're like, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're just going to, you couldn't fit a piece of paper. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You need, you need a partner to get it on and off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's literally. uh, Yeah. Yep. Yeah, when you watch the people, they have someone else tighten their belt for them and they suck into they're like yeah, one more set they of like holes pull it real tight and it's like you, and I don't they, think you understand what the belt is for. <laughs> my fa- my favorite part is when they then don't pick the bar up. It's like they're still standing there. It's like, bro, you're going to fucking black out like fucking do <laughs> do the exercise. Yeah, please, please quickly. <laughs> like if you need the belt that bad, fucking pick the bar up. Yeah. Yeah. And then they wonder why they black out at like the top of a deadlift or you know, something that. like that. And it's like, that's one of my favorite things when someone does a deadlift, they like, like celebrate and then like fall fucking on yeah. their face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's I've, I've seen some, I've seen some fucked up falls too in weightlifting. Um, like when someone, someone like they, someone cleans, cleans the barbell and they got like, 250 to 300 pounds, like sitting in like a front rack position. Yeah. And they're like trying to get ready. They're like trying to take their time between the clean and the jerk. And they're like, okay, there, you can tell like they're in their head, they're trying to jazz it up. And then all of a sudden they just like freeze. And then you just see like the lights go out and then they just like down goes Frazier. Like there was, I've seen some people crack the back of their heads off of a fucking platform to the point where it's like, Ooh, that's like a, that's a decent concussion. That's not like a, Oh, I bumped my head off of something like, cause I'm an idiot or like I walked into something like that's a legitimate concussion. Like if you went to like a, a neuro specialist, they would like, they would clearly diagnose you with a concussion. You fucking cracked the back of your head off the ground. Uh, one time a dude blacked out at the top of a clean and fell backwards and the weight went back and it put a hole, it put like a giant fucking hole in the wall behind him. Um, Cause the, like the weight, like the whole barbell just fell backwards. Like it went over his face and just scooted into the wall. And then like the plates, you have like an 18 inch or 24 inch hole in the wall from where the plates just crashed into it. And that, that was a bad one. That was one where like the guy didn't get up right away. Yeah. Um, it like took like 
it realistically, it probably took like seven to 10 seconds, which you think about like, isn't a long time, but like when someone passes out, I would say, but when you think someone's dead on the ground, it's yeah, seven, se- seven ish seconds is like, he might actually be dead. <laughs> there was like people like ran on the platform to like try and help him or whatever. And it, he obviously ended up being okay, but um, definitely concussed. But yeah, I've, I've seen some, some fucked up shit happen with people with belts and weightlifting and heavy weights and it's fucking, it happens. I mean, especially like, like these people weren't that stupid. Like, you know, you have the idiots that, that pass out doing deadlifts in the gym because they're just idiots, but it can happen if you even know what you're doing. So half my Instagram feed, gym, <laughs> gym, gym injuries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Uh, gym fail nation was a big one. I used to follow <laughs> back in the day. Yep. It was like assholes. It was, they, it was, uh, that guy in like a squat cage with all the bands everywhere. And he's like bouncing in the cage, like connected to like 16 different bands. Wait, have you seen the kid on Instagram now who, uh, I think he's in his garage and he's squatting and deadlifting on the skateboard. No, he's got like a thousand chains on him, bands, bars, uh, plates and yeah, and he's squatting on a, on a skateboard. It's rid- and he's pulling something up with his teeth as well. There we go. <laughs> what could go wrong? That's just, that's just good training. Yeah, yeah, probably a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, just uh, progressive overload. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you. Yeah, yeah. Work harder, not okay. smarter. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So we actually, we got some news. We got some news to, to, to cover today. Uh, I know, I think this is going to end up being next Thursday's episode, but um, we have some, some big, some landmark news, actually. Uh, we've talked about it before on the podcast, but Elon Musk has officially bought Twitter. He is now the owner uh, of of Twitter. So he's taken it private. He bought out all the shareholders at whatever, $54.20 a share. Um, I saw this one meme. I forget. I'm going to butcher the guy's name. I think it's like Parag and and Gawal or whatever. Whoever the the CEO of Twitter was, um, it was like, Parag took over as CEO of Twitter in whatever, October. And then six months later, Twitter gets bought and he makes $142 million in the deal. And it's like, but he made out pretty decent. (laughs) I mean, like he, he never really had to deal with the bullshit of being the CEO of Twitter like Jack Dorsey did forever. He was the CEO for six months and then he just makes 142 million after fucking Elon buys the company. So, I mean, depending on who you talk to, this is either the worst thing ever for Twitter or the best thing ever for Twitter. Seems to be that there's no middle ground. Um, Jones Jones has said this to us the other night, like, and I agree with him. Like, I don't think it really makes a difference. Like, I don't think the idiots like us will will see a difference. Nope. Um, Zero difference. But I think in the long term, I think it is a good thing. 
um, just for, you know, the world in general and Twitter in general. Like, I think obviously we all knew and saw that there was some weird things. Like, I know one of the times you were on with us, Eric, you were saying like, you see, a, you like, you see a lot of shit on Twitter that just makes you angry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think that's part of like the Twitter algorithm. So, like I said, I think in the long term, I think Elon is going to be good for Twitter. Um, but like, I don't have that many followers. I don't interact with that many people. I don't tweet all the time. I'm not famous. So like, I don't think I'm really going to see much of a difference at all with Twitter. No. And that's the case for 95% of the people, 99% of the people. Right. right. He's not going to come up. He's not going to go buy this company. Well, he already has not going to buy this company. He's not going to stop you from being able to say anything you want on there. Nothing's going to change. I don't know why people are all up in arms about why a billionaire a la Jeff Bezos buying the Washington post. They weren't all up in arms about that a few years ago. Um, I, I don't get the, the outcry cause nothing's going to change. Uh, there might be an algorithm tweak here and there, but your day-to-day usage of the app, that's not going away. Right. I don't know. Well, it's the, the idiots. So, and on, in, in this situation, the idiots regarding this topic are the extreme left or extreme liberals where they used to clamor, you know, cancel this person, cancel that person, you know, orange man, bad or orange man, tweets mean things like cancel him, cancel that, cancel this, cancel that. And it's like, Oh, you talk bad about vaccines, cancel you. And it's like, you know, this should go both ways. Like if you get to say whatever you want, then someone should be allowed to make a differing opinion. So now what they're trying to do is fucking, or no one's, it's all empty promises. You know, it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm I'm getting rid of Twitter because we're gonna allow people back on here and to speak freely. I I guess I, I like it doesn't make any damn sense. So it's yeah. like gonna allow free speech. Yeah, yeah, it's like you know as long I assume I I would say I assume the same filters and warnings. Like if there's hate speech and you know language, whatever, like that shit will still pop up, and you have to hit like yes, show me, yes, show me, whatever. But it's like, you know, not kicking off somebody just because you don't like what they say yeah. on in fucking 280 characters or less. People again, especially people you've never fucking met. Yeah. Um see, I, I found this wild thing where it's like when someone says dumb shit, I don't follow them. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, like really dumb shit. Like, yeah, Ben Volan, I still follow him, even though all of his sports takes are absolute trash. Um, troll and Volan, he sucks, but it's not even troll and Volan, it's like vagina Volan. Like, yeah, he's, he's just a such huge a pussy. Bitch. He's a huge bitch, such a pussy about everything. I go and with him all the time. <laughs> um, but that's the thing is like now it's it's almost like it's almost like the old rock fucking wrestling faction, which my Instagram algorithm is littered with fucking <laughs> WWF and WWE now, <laughs> but it's like the right to censor. It's like, oh, well, we're getting losing the right to censor. It's like. You understand that, like, right to censor was a fucking parody in the WWE that everyone used to hate. Oh shit, like, I remember that. Yeah. That was uh, what Big Boss Man. Well, it was uh, Maybe it was Richard. a lot of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve. Um, I even think um, 
I think even Val Venus got in on it because they wore like the Val suits Venus. or whatever. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. Val Venus, Stevie Richards, uh, Ma, uh, the the cat was her name. Um, yep. I'm a big wrestling guy, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that was also the golden age for wrestling too in the '90s, early so, late '90s, early 2000s. What do you think Trump's first uh, tweet's going to be? Because you know he's going to be back within the week. He said he wasn't. I don't Allegedly, know if I believe it or not. Oh, yeah. he he is making his own thing, right? Yeah, he yeah. has Truth Social. So he came out and said, "I'm not going back on Twitter, even if Elon lets me. I'm staying on Truth." So I believe it when I see it. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you follow Defiant L's? Do you know who that is on Twitter? Uh, I don't, but I I've heard of them. I just don't follow them. It's pretty awesome. It, it, so they actually tweeted something out that when you, what you said earlier reminded me of that. It was a screenshot of, I forget who it was, but it was maybe it was Business Insider actually. Um, so it was screenshots of tweets from Business Insider. And one of them was from like 2016 or 2017. And it said, it said um, like all the great things that Jeff Bezos can do now that he's the owner of like the Washington post or something like that. And then it's like business insider again, like today in 2022, where it's like all of the things that can go wrong now that billionaire Elon Musk wants to buy, you know, uh, a medium of speech or something like that. And it's like, dude, come on. Like you're an asshole. Like you're, I, that I, I really think Defiant L's is one of, if not my favorite account to follow on Twitter, um, just because they have crazy shit like that. And I think it's awesome. Um, but it's, that's all it is right now. It's everyone's flipping out being like, oh my God, Elon, oh, he's going to do this. It's like, he's going to do what? He's going to allow free speech? Yeah, like you're, nothing, you're upset about that? Nothing's going to happen. I don't. You're upset all, because the people you disagree with get to say what they believe in. <laughs> like, is is Elon Musk a uh, U.S. citizen? Yes. So, expl- has there ever been a U.S. citizen that wasn't allowed to buy something with their own earned money? Well, <laughs> you see, he's allowed to. Back in the day. We had this thing called Jim Crow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that so was a yes. pro- yeah, that was a little problematic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably not that yet. Yeah, of yeah, course. yeah, yeah. But I mean, outside of that, let's say um, uh, 1968 or later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's say yeah, the, 80s and beyond. Let's in the modern that. era. Uh, in I the believe, modern era. Yeah. If someone wanted to buy a company or anything like that, that's really not really scrutinized unless it's like some set of some sort of insider dealings or, or, or what have you. Um, right. But like, like, I don't even remember other than the Define L's because I did, people were retweeting that Define L's tweet. And, and that's why I, I said that, but I don't even remember Bezos purchasing the post because it wasn't really new. No, no one gave a shit. Yeah. Right. Also, so, it's a, it's a newspaper. Yeah, who True. fucking cares about a news? If he bought a dying, he's John yeah. Henry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, but- it, 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 yeah, it's preposterous that like it's even a big deal, and it's like with with and we we did this on the last episode. It'll be out. I don't know a fucking a week from yesterday. Um, it's like Elon Musk bad, and it's like, but wh- why the fuck is he bad? Because 
he's doing the electric car thing. Like that seems to be popular amongst um, like a liberal point of view. It's like, I mean, all the guy does is find solutions to problems. That's all. That's if you really break down what he does, that's it. Yeah. But it's like, but then people are like, oh, well, he undermines NASA. It's like, what do you give a shit if he undermines NASA or not? Do you work for fucking NASA? And if you do, do you not like your paycheck? Is it not, is it not adequate? Is it not adequate as a rocket scientist? Do you not like what you do? Also, like, there's things that Elon can do with SpaceX that NASA can't do because it's a government organization. Like yeah, there's a lot, there's that, a lot of like bullshit a bad red tape that needs to get through for like NASA to do some stuff where like all SpaceX needs is Elon to say, yeah, go do it. Actually. So I guess that would be uh, an anti liberal approach because they want the government, bigger government to handle it. Right. And he's, he's taking it private. So, but he does, he does stuff with SpaceX, with the government. Like there's, they put government, they put government satellites on the SpaceX rockets when they launch them up. And then they release the government satellite. So it's like they work in no. conjunction with each other. No, they don't. He he's undermining NASA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's undercutting a, the government entity. Yeah. News source Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like like it, it is it is it is wild. Like the big reason why he bought Twitter is to is there is currently a, a censorship problem, and yeah. it violates like you know First Amendment whatever. And then like he goes to buy it and people are like outraged. It's like, you can't even understand like why you are the problem. Like they, they have no clue that like, like you, you, you people are fucking out of your minds. You're fucking insane. And if it was the other way around, you'd be fucking losing your shit. Oh, we're uh, your audio's out. We can't hear you. Oops. My bad. Yep, there it is. <laughs> You're back. <laughs> <clears throat> no, We've been at the point now where people are mad and they don't know why they're mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they like just they're think getting they're supposed mad to, to be, be mad. mad. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, one of my oh, favorite Elon ones. Mu- what Elon Musk just bought Twitter? What, what? What am I supposed to do now? It's like I don't know. Same shit you do. Like one of my sarcasm favorite speaks ones. and watch out <laughs> for my fucking gambling picks. Yeah, exactly. Was uh so Dan Holloway, who's uh, one of the hosts of Drinking Bros. Yeah. tweeted out and goes uh if because every the everyone on twitter has been being like oh elon must spent 44 billion dollars to buy twitter like what could he have done with that money instead? Uh, I, I, I fucking love that. so I love so that. did dan you send holloway, me one of those mellow i yeah i think so yeah. so dan holloway tweets out and goes if elon musk could have solved world hunger with 44 billion dollars what could Joe Biden have done with the $90 billion worth of equipment that he left in Afghanistan? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, there you go. Or you could turn it around and be like, what could CNN plus have done with the $300 million that they fucking just tanked into their app that they shut down after 30 days? Like you can play that game with anything. Yeah. What would, what would Jeff Bezos have done with the, you know, whatever, millions of dollars that he bought the the Washington Post for. Like you can play that game with anything. And like people are just fucking ass. In the year in the year 2022, you can't spend money without being criticized. Yeah. Yeah. Well not to mention too, 
Elon, of all people, right? He, we said this, I think, on the last episode of the episode prior, so it's not out yet. But Elon Musk in 2021 paid more taxes than anybody in the country. He was the number one taxpayer. He ended up paying like 13, or it was either 11 or 13 billion dollars in taxes in 2021. So people are like, yeah, but yeah, but he's not doing enough. And then, so then prior to that too, right? So before he spent all that money in taxes, what happened? Who, who, who tweeted at him or something? I think it was the UN, right? The United Nations was like, oh yeah, you could end world hunger with just $6 billion or whatever. So what does Elon Musk do? He goes, okay, show me a list, like an itemized list of where my $6 billion would go if I gave it to you and I'll write you the check. No one at the UN responded. Imagine that. Imagine that, like the United Nations called out, try, tried to get woke, right? And call out Elon Musk. Be like, with all of your money, all you'd have to do is give us $6 billion and we could end world hunger. He goes, okay, show me where the money would go. Show me how you would use this money and I'll write you the check. You know what the narrative is on, on Twitter? Because I, I looked up uh, the hashtag leaving Twitter. I figured I'd get a good <laughs> kick out of that. Um, the narrative was that, well, Musk knew how much it would cost to end world hunger and he didn't do it. Well, again, the people who asked for the money didn't tell him how we'd go, where we'd go, whatever. So again, good cherry picking. People, people are good at cherry picking, I will say. So then the other thing too, if you want to play the game, I'll play the game, right? If it only costs, I know I say only, but <laughs> if it only costs $6 billion to end world hunger, why are you only going after Elon Musk? Because there's plenty of people. There's plenty billion. of people that have over six billion dollars. Uh, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, one billion from George six Soros, rich dudes. Uh, any of the Saudi princes, uh, <laughs> the Coke, anyone, anyone from the Coke family, like the Coke brothers, the Waltons, the people that own Walmart. Like you go down the list, man. Like any of these people could throw $6 billion and end world hunger, according to the UN. Like, why are you just going after Elon Musk? Because he doesn't play nice. Because he knows that oh, because you're full 6 of billion shit. doesn't do it. Right, right. But he also knows that they're full of shit and he'll call them out. Like yeah. Mark Walton, the CEO of Walmart, isn't on Twitter calling out people for their bullshit. Elon Musk is. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Gates isn't on Twitter calling out people for their bullshit. He's the one propagating the bullshit because he's a massive piece of shit. And Elon Musk is calling people out and people don't like that because he's a disruptor, right? He's trying, he's disrupting the system. Um, and when you rock the boat, people don't like that. So they're going to try and paint you as, as the bad guy. Uh, according to some clown on MSNBC, which say what you will, uh, in buying Twitter, Elon Musk can swiftly upend U.S. politics. I saw that. Yeah. Why? Yeah. How? How? Yeah. Oh, this is awesome. Are you ready for this one? I saw this this video clip. This could be what you're talking about. I think it was from MSNBC or CNN. One of the two. It doesn't matter. They're both jabronis. So someone, I saw a video clip of some talking head on one of those left-wing news things. And they go, well, this is a problem now because 
now that Elon Musk owns Twitter, uh, he could start banning one side of the political aisle. Yeah, it's the same. And then, you know, eventually he can silence an entire group of people just because of their political ideology. And everyone, everyone is like, are you shitting me? Because that's literally what's been happening for the last five years on Twitter, except the opposite of your team. Like now that your team doesn't is doesn't hold the fucking balls of Twitter. Now you're like, oh, no. Oh, man. What what if what if he turns around and just starts banning people for their political ideologies? I'm pretty sure that's Motherfucker, not- six weeks ago. You were out there trying to ban people for their political ideologies. It's like now like this. The, the the political left wing and like the extreme left, their favorite thing to do now is do dumb shit yeah. and then say that the right is going to do exactly what they're already doing, right? Like you can go back to the, uh, not, not to get super down this rabbit hole, but the whole Hillary Clinton thing and the Russia gate with Trump, Hillary Clinton and, and, it turns out Barack Obama, while he was still a sitting, a sitting president, um, or he was a lame duck president, but still he was in office. He aided Hillary Clinton in creating a fake Russian document, a dossier that would then be used by the Clintons to say that Trump was a Russian asset. Meanwhile, who has all these business dealings with Russia? It turns out Hillary Clinton did a bunch of deals with Russia. So it's like, and now you have the people on the left banning people on Twitter, like for saying, you know, right-wing conservative things. And now all of a sudden, Elon, who's not right-wing at all, but Elon takes control of Twitter and they're like, well, he's going to start banning people for their political uh, ideology. And it's like, no, no, no. Like you guys, you're literally doing this. And now you're going to say that the other side is going to do this that you've already been doing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if you can look past the hypocrisy, which is really difficult to do, um, I'm pretty sure he bought Twitter to stop banning people, not to start banning people. Yes. Yeah. I think that's pretty, an accurate pretty, statement. Pretty sure. That would, that would be my guess. Yeah. <laughs> but Because exactly what you said earlier is he solves problems. He saw, oh, he, there, he saw there was a censorship problem on Twitter, so he stepped in and he's going to solve it. Yeah, just fucking bought Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Too bad he's not a Red Sox fan. He should just buy the Red Sox. <laughs> solve that fucking problem. He could have bought 15 NFL teams with the same amount of money he bought Twitter for. <laughs> That's wild. He could own half the NFL. That's insane. Wow. Wonder if business, wonder if business insider would be upset about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not. Or he could or, he could probably buy the entire NFL. Yeah, what's he worth? 180 billion? More than that. He's over uh, 200. He, yeah, he's worth like 250. Yeah. Easy. I mean, the Cowboys are what, five billion dollar. Valuation, that's the most expensive there is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think I think it's all good things for Twitter. And I think um, 
the outcry is because mom, I didn't get my way, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's all it is. And there's nothing they can do now about, Hey, block this guy, block this company, yada, yada, yada. So we'll see. I'm excited. It's going to be funny. If, if my math is correct, Elon Musk could buy two and seven ninths NFLs. <laughs> the NFL is, is, is worth the sum of the uh, franchise is worth 91 billion. So two of those is 182, which leads about 70 in his net worth. So 70 so out he could of buy almost every league. Yeah. Oh yeah. He could probably buy three out of four. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's wild. Now, also, that's his net worth. So, I mean, right? It's not like he has that cash. Like, liquid. He does. This is not all liquid assets, but still, you could probably get it from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Actually, Saudi Saudi Arabia has to hate him. They have to hate him because he's doing the electric car thing. Oh yeah, that's. Oh, you true. know what though? They're probably investing in electric cars because say what you will about the Saudis. I mean, great civil rights, but. Or human rights, I guess. <laughs> Civil and human, whatever. Yeah. Um, the reason they put throw money around all over these places because they know one day oil ain't gonna get it done. So they better have some other shit. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like how how better to hedge your bets than to have this massive, like like massive investment in electric cars and in oil. Yeah. Well, also, too, like I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I don't know about what what minerals exist in the Middle East, but outside of oil. But like the batteries have to be made from something, right? So like the big thing now that people are are investing in and looking further down is lithium. So because they use lithium to make batteries. So they're saying like if if electric cars really are the future, well, we have to start looking at at um, mineral mining and what other minerals can be used, like cobalt. And things like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Saudis are hugely invested in like lithium mines and cobalt mines <laughs> and all kinds of shit. Want me to throw one quick stat at you? Yeah, please. Guess where? So 80% of the world's raw lithium comes from three places. One is Chile. Do you want to guess the other two? One's a continent and a country, Australia. Australia. Anyway, yeah. Third, third. You want to guess who it is? Uh, the UAE. Nope. China. China. All right. So <laughs> China controls more than half of the world's lithium and three fourths of the lithium ion battery mega factories in the world. Yeah. China, good though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's probably, that's why. Elon is kind of buddy buddy with China, which like I do I, I do love Elon Musk, but like I don't love the fact that he's like super friendly with China. Um, but that's why if they control the world's lithium, like that's obviously what he needs for his fucking company. So he's not gonna piss them off. <laughs> left side should like that. Yeah, yeah, the left loves China. I love Elizabeth Warren too. This deal is dangerous for our democracy. She's a fucking idiot. This deal, this deal is dangerous for our democracy. Billionaires like Elon Musk play by a different set of rules than everybody else, accumulating power for their own gain. 
We need a wealth tax and strong rules to hold big tech accountable. <laughs> Sounds a lot like what politicians do. <laughs> what is Take she? advantage is she a, is of their she a, position. Is she a rep now? Uh, she's senator. Senator. Yeah. Want want to want to guess her? What is this? What is this website? Her net worth, according to Forbes in 2022, what her net worth is? Uh, fifteen. I was gonna say twenty million. Sixty-seven. Jesus. Yep. She's a month sixty-seven million salary. Two hundred eighty-five thousand. Yep. Yeah. But Elon is dangerous for democracy. I'd like to know what she pays in taxes. Playing playing by a different set of rules. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what? Oh, who who really plays by a different set of rules? Is it fucking the politicians? That's who plays by a different set of rules. That's well. That's well documented. That you know, Nancy Pelosi and her husband are apparently the best uh, the best gamblers in the entire world because they're just really good at the stock market. They definitely yeah. don't have any insider information at all. She could actually only be worth 12. I don't know. I have conflicting info. Anyway, either way, $285,000 a year, 12 million. Yep. Yeah, the point stands. Yeah. 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 No, no, Liz. You know what's dangerous for democracy is when people lie about their fucking heritage to get their jobs. That's what's dangerous. You dumb fucking cunt. Yeah, I'm Native American. Yeah, so am I, actually. It, oh, oh, we're using our fake, our fake heritages now. <laughs> <laughs> what did they, what did they say in Letterkenny? It's like Boomhauer or Boomtown. If you're fucking native, then I'm fucking. I don't even know what he said. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a bunch of white guys playing for the natives. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I just love hypocrisy. You know, it's 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 beautiful to read about and see every day. It's every morning I see something new from from their side. That's just a completely hypocritical statement. And then basically every single tweet and every single take I've read on this Elon thing has been 110% hypocrisy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's, uh, I love it, but I don't know how they don't realize. Maybe it's just that they're, they're spinning and uh, they, they can't, re- they just don't realize how, how, hypocritical and kind of just dumb they're they're being that's what it is they're stupid i really do think like they must know like this is i don't think they do i think they want everything their way they've gotten away with bullshit for so So that's just the entitlement state of mind that they're in that they think that hey it should go my way it should go our way that yeah that's just that's a like elon musk so he really isn't on a team like He's not on a side. He doesn't pick a side, whatever. So he's no. not on a team. So therefore, he's not on their team. So then they look and like, he's not on our team. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't hate Trump. Yeah. He doesn't like him either, but yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter because he, he doesn't hate just him. Just because he doesn't hate him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and they look at the, they, I feel, I really do feel like they look at things like, well, this is the way it's always been. Like we always do this. Like we always get away with this. Like we, like we always lie to the public and like nothing happens because we control the media. Well, now 
They don't control all of the media. They still control the quote mainstream media, but they don't control people on Twitter. They don't control independent news outlets like, you know, Crystal and Sagar and anybody else like that. Like they don't control those people. They don't control Joe Rogan, who, despite him not really liking it, he is a, a media person, right? Like he is, he's the largest fucking. I don't know if I would call him straight news, but he's the largest fucking news media personality in the country, if not the world. Um, they don't control him. You know what I mean? So it's like for the longest time they controlled CNN, they controlled MSNBC, you know, the conservative side, they controlled Fox, you know, so either side gets their spin on things. And now there's so many news outlets that are available that aren't controlled by the fucking scumbag politicians that, well, now we're starting to see how the fucking sausage is made. And I don't want this sausage anymore because you guys are fucking gross. So I'll take the burger. Yeah. (laughs) I'll rather eat a hot dog. (laughs) I'll just sit on the hot dog. (laughs) Oh, fuck. This is totally random, but I think this is hilarious. I think you guys would both get a kick out of this. So um, I was talking to, to Nick the other day and shout out to Nick, friend of the show. Wait, did he say this on the pod? Stop me if he said this on the podcast. I don't know. I have so many conversations with people, but he was telling a story about uh, Mortadella. He didn't say that he, on the show. So no, all he did, he tweet when I, when I shit on Mortadella, he. Uh, oh, he, it's okay. So it was Twitter. So okay. He, he yeah. tweeted the story. Yeah. So that's what it was. Um I talk too much. I talk to too many people. Um, so he like, put, okay, he put it on popularity. He put that. it on Twitter that uh, mortadella is, is so someone, someone ordered um, the meat with the cheese in it. And he had to explain to them that that's not cheese. That's fat. And then she like, this woman <laughs> like walked away, like disgusted. <laughs> it's like, she found out how the sausage is made. That's that whole conversation just reminded me of that. <laughs> like imagine like your entire i'm assuming this woman was like middle-aged like imagine living your entire life thinking, thinking that, that was cheese that yeah, mortadella was lie. was meat with cheese in the inside or an a what one was good two yeah had cheese in it yeah it's adult bologna we've we've been over that before on this show mortadella is adult bologna it's fucking disgusting <laughs> So, um, hey, you guys got anything else before we wrap things up? Anything you want to touch on? Uh, you guys talk about Kyrie at all? No, we didn't. Just how much of a, just a complete bitch he was. (laughs) Now, to be fair, I watched a grand total over the four games uh, probably about 12 seconds. No, it's, I mean, he's, he's flipping but, people off. He stomped the leprechaun last year. He's, he's, uh, say this, say that he's fucking yeah. the all enlightened, all knowing fucking God knows what. Oh yeah. He's the smartest guy in the world. And then you yeah. guys got swept. Yeah. Sick dude. Yeah. Mad, mad that he was being booed and, and heckled because, uh, of what he did. 
and couldn't handle it. Started flipping everybody off, got fined. Um, but it's just the uh, like expect it. Like yeah, if but if you ask Woj, it was because of uh, sports betting. <laughs> That's what he literally said. That he said, and I didn't see the clip or whatever. He blames sports betting for the hostility towards Kyrie Irving. Woj did. Yes. Right. Okay. Now this is obviously old guy who has no idea what he's talking about. Probably has never placed a bet in his life. Fucking nerd. And it's like you have no idea what you're talking about. There, these two things don't connect. They hate him because he was an asshole. Period. <laughs> yeah, his entire tenure in Boston was just fucking disastrous. Well, it was it, like. Yeah, that was the thing. So where was he when you needed him at the very end? Hurt right. or out. Right. He said he'd be, he said he'd stay. Then he said he didn't owe shit to anybody or whatever the fuck he said. Yeah. Then he was gone to join a super team. And then he's like the world's biggest dick. So it's yeah. like, yeah, can't handle it. Fuck him. Comes back, stomps on the logo. And it, it's, it's, it's so irritating too. It's like, I know like the guys are friends with each other. It's never going to be the way it was, but I saw a video of fucking Larry bird, just throwing haymakers at bill Lambier. And it's like, everyone's buddy, buddy now. So you'll never get that again, but it's like, man, that would have been good. Yeah. Even during this series. So I watched every single game, this series. So even during this series, it got really, really chippy and, it was an aggressive series, but after the game, after the series was over, they're all just boys yeah, hugging. They're all best friends. Yeah. Like hugging, shaking hands, laughing. I'm like, come so on. Annoying. Yeah. So annoying. Like, give me the palace, the malice at the palace. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's tough, man. I think you lose a little bit in sports when you don't, when the players don't hate each other. Right. Yeah. Like, there was something about like, early 2000s baseball with this particular the Red Sox and the Yankees because you knew that they fucking hated each other like awesome. you knew that every single member of the Red Sox roster aside from maybe David Ortiz because they they have the whole um, Spanish thing but like you knew that everyone on the Red Sox roster fucking hated A-Rod's guts yeah. like they hated each other and and A-Rod probably hated everybody on the Red Sox. Like that was, that was like, like the vitriol was real. Like Jason Veritek, like everyone remembers like that screenshot of Veritek fucking, you know, punching him in the face and whatever, and the whole fight and Pedro throwing Don Simmons to the <laughs> ground. But like, that was real. Like they fucking hated each other. And there was no like hugging each other at the end of a game after that. And like, that was, that was real. Like that was good. Like that was fun. Right. Like that was, I don't know. Like I said, it, it adds an extra element to the game when you know that they fucking hate each other. Like, like Bruins Canadians, like, you know, that they fucking hate each other. Like after Chara hit, um, was it Pacioretty? Pacioretty. Pacioretty into the stanchion and everyone in fucking Montreal wanted to press legal charges against Chara yeah. for the hit. And like, Everyone in Boston's like, fuck you. And everyone on the Bruins is like, what a bunch of pussy. Like, that's awesome. Like, that's great. I, I think it still holds up in hockey. I, I oh, I, I, absolutely. Yeah. But I think that's the only sport. It, it helps that um, 
we we have fucking Marchmont because he's a fucking weasel. He's but such a cunt. He's he's fine because he plays for us, but yeah, if he didn't play for us, I I would fucking hate him. <laughs> Do you remember Alex Burrows and the and the bite? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he bit Bergeron's finger like a little bitch. But yeah, the the hatred is still there in just hockey in general. I just wish that translated to all the other sports too, but like baseball, everyone's boy because they're all the same agents. Yeah. You know, yeah. like baseball, they're all boys. Basketball, they're all boys. Football, there might be a little bit of hatred there just because of Tom Brady when, when he was on the Pats. Everyone, I mean, the Pats yeah. were so good for so long that everyone just hated them. Right. But, but now, like, that it's kind of over for the Pats. There's just no more hatred in Boston. But now you got guys like during a regular season game, they're doing jersey swaps. Yeah. And like taking pictures with each other. You know what I mean? Like you got Pat Mahomes and fucking, I don't know, Juju Smith Schuster, like doing a jersey swap at the end of their game. And it's like, yeah. Guys, like, did, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's weird that there's no there's no more hatred in sports. I miss well, it. Dude, even, even like simple, like Red Sox, Yankees. I don't know what year it was, but someone said something to Pedro and he goes, well, bring me the fucking Bambino. I'll drill him in the ass. Like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no one says anything like even like that anymore. Right. And right. like, like, who's Kareem Garcia? Do you remember that oh one? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say I fucking hate Kareem Garcia. Yeah. Who's uh, Kareem one? Garcia? <laughs> yeah. I can see his face. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. That's, the guy not- who, that's the guy who only ate mortadella. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he was disgusting. Yeah. Gino Spamoni. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that's a name. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, that's that. It's just it's not there, right? And then, and I know we were just talking about like Boston sports, but if you think about like um, like the Pistons, right back in like the '90s, which I know was going a little bit further back, but like they fucking hated everybody. Even even for even in the um, the 2000s, what was it the 2005 Pistons team? It won in 04. Well, to the 04, yeah. They like beat the they, Lakers somehow. Like they were fucking all right. They were assholes. You know what I mean? Like they they hated everybody and everybody hated them. Like there's no like there's no hate hateful team in sports anymore. Like even the Bruins, like the Bruins, like I know there is still like that hatred in hockey, but like the Bruins, like you know, we talk about it because we're from here and around here, but there's no more big bad Bruins, right? Like there's they're not the big bad Bruins. Oh, it's anymore. a different game. You know, it's not. You don't have guys like Sean Thornton and Milan Lucic, and you know, um, before his brains were scrambled, Mark Savard. Like you don't have those guys that are gonna come and fuck you up. Nope. Or Johnny Boychuk, like Adam McQuaid. Like- well, anyone? How about anyone with a set of balls? Yeah. Fair yeah. Is. Like it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's changed, I guess. It's weird. It is weird to see. Cause then, especially as a fan, you're like, are you really trying that hard? I guess, you know, you look at it like, well, that's your boy, right? Like that's Uh, your buddy. It is slightly different now that everything's a little bit more national, international. So like, yeah, especially basketball, like 
do these kids play each other all the time. Like their entire lives, they've been playing each other. And then they go and they do their one year of college and then they get drafted and then they're in the NBA. It's like, you really can't hate these people that you like. See so they call them the AAU every kids. time. Yeah. All the AAU kids, they're all, they've all played for the together for the last five years before they get to the league. And then they're all best friends. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think we'll ever see that type of vitriol and kind of just hatred ever again. Sadly. Yeah. That that early two thousands Red Sox Yankees rivalry was fucking nails. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite things when Pedro just threw Don Zimmer to the ground, just didn't give a fuck. It's like, oh, there's this there's this old seventy year old guy running at me. Yeah, get the fuck. Oh, he just olayed him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the most incredible visual. He yeah. just grabs the bald head, throws him down. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Awesome. Yep. So. Uh, all right. Well, I think it's uh, it's about that time. Start wrapping things up here. So, uh, Eric, you got a final thought? Yes. So, <clears throat> I was thinking over the weekend, I indulged in some adult beverages one night. Next morning. I'm not, I, I don't really get bad hangovers anymore, but I'm, I more so get that anxiety. Um, and it, and that seems to be a new thing. Like never really happened in my twenties, but now I'm in my thirties. The anxiety is getting worse and worse with age. And I don't know why, but I find it much, much more unbearable than a hangover. You know, it's, it's a crippling, like fucking, like you did something wrong or I don't know what the hell it is, but the anxiety, man, that's, that's so much worse and it's getting worse with age. And it's just, I'd rather be hung over. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I don't really get that bad of hangovers anymore. It's, it's more so the anxiety and and it's killing me and I hate it, but I'm not going to stop drinking. So, (laughs) well, I mean, why would you? Yeah, you're not going to be able to figure it out if you stop drinking. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, no, I've definitely felt it. I usually get it. I usually get that, though, more on a, like a bender. So it's like day three, day two, you know, bachelor party weekend, whatever. That's when I'll usually get it bad. And it's like, yeah, it just sucks. Like, it's so far it, like it's super fucking annoying because it's like it usually combines like so i'll get i'll get it on this sunday because we're going to nashville so i'm going to be on a flight and yes. i know it's like oh gotta get back you know gotta get back home you know if i go to the grocery store gotta get food ready and it's like back to work monday like we're <laughs> back at it so it's like trying to make sure i get everything done i mean i don't do well with that anyway so yeah. Um, like I would probably freak out if anyone actually asked me to have any real tasks on a Sunday. It's like, well, no, it's Sunday. I got to do all this shit. Yeah, I do. I'm literally the same way. Like I, I could have nothing to do on a Sunday, but if someone's like, oh, you want to go do something on Sunday? I'm like, dude, I don't know. Unless it's golf. Like I'll play golf. Cause it's, it's usually done early. 
Yeah. But if someone's like asking to like actively go do something on a Sunday, I have the exact same reaction. It's, it's totally irrational. It's like, I have nothing to do, but I'm like, no, I can't do, I can't go. I can't do something on a Sunday. Like I need, it's Sunday. Like I gotta, I gotta, I have so much other things to do. I have nothing yeah, to like do. Sit there and do nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Sit yeah, there on nothing. the couch. Nothing. Yeah. That's why uh, hangover essentials include blankets, more blankets and less blankets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know why I need this blanket. It's the middle of summer, but I need it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that's going to keep me like centered. <laughs> A nice yeah. weighted blanket. Oh, I love weighted blankets. I don't utilize ours as much as I probably should probably cause I have to go get it. And it's heavy. <laughs> Some people like all the, the weighted blanket, like can't breathe in that thing. It's claustrophobic. I'm like, brother, you probably shouldn't fucking own that thing. If, that, yeah. if that's the case. Yeah, exactly. Not that It's, it's heavy, but it ain't that heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a hundred pounds. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's on a cinder block on your chest. It's fucking <laughs> 20 pounds dispersed in a whole blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Your actual pressure, like fucking PSI is like six. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's not that bad. <laughs> no. no, the, yeah, the hangovers are bad. The anxiety with it for me, it's very dependent on what I have going on and really how bad I got after it too. Cause it's like, if I wake up and don't know what happened, it's like, oh shit, I got a piece together last night. And it's like, yeah. That's the worst. That's fuck. the worst. What yeah. did I say? Who did I talk to? What dumb shit did I say? Like, yeah. Yeah. I get to the point now where like, if that happens, I'm like, don't, don't fucking tell them. I don't want to burn the tapes. Like, just I don't care. The exactly. Dude, burn I, the tapes. I don't get why people. So, okay. Like everyone blacks out here and there. Right. Yep. Right. I don't get why people find it amusing to explain to you oh, what yeah. you did, what you said, how you were. Yeah. Yeah. What you were doing. Yeah. I don't yep. want to know. Yeah. It's like, listen, Mike, yeah, you I might. forgot that for a reason. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, listen, what I did when I blacked out is none of my business. All right. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't fucking That's evil, don't, Eric. don't rehash yeah. it. Like, let yeah. it just like like yeah, Bob just, said, burn the tapes. Like, you yeah. don't need to tell me what I did. <laughs> You're like, I just hit mute. You don't need to know what I just said. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to know what I did last time. <laughs> yeah. Or what I said. Yeah, don't give me the fucking play by play. All right. But the people who don't black out or didn't that night and you did, they like live to tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, you you should have seen yourself do this. Yeah. Can you believe you did this or you said that? Like, yeah, actually, I probably. Yeah, probably. Say a lot of dumb shit. Do a lot of dumb shit. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I fall asleep in places like it happens. Yeah. (laughs) Now, leave me alone to my weighted blanket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um <clears throat> so my final thought, I'm going to I'm going to stick with the hypocrisy angle. Um so obviously like the the Saudis are back in the golf league, the Live Golf League, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um it's in the news cuz Phil put in his uh request for a leave to play in one of the events because when you are a PGA tour member in order to play a a non PGA tour event, while a PGA tour event is being played, you need to get a release. So he applied for a release to play in the first uh, live 
golf event and like all media, the golf media, everyone's a pussy. And it's like, how could you, how could you do this? How could you Saudi Arabia? They're despicable. That's blood money. Like you can't accept their money. (laughs) Well, the ladies European tour had an event in Saudi Arabia with a nice purse, but that's okay because they need the money. So (laughs) because the men in the PGA tour, you know, perceptionally, the perception is they don't need the money, right? They're doing it for greed. That's the perception. But because the ladies European tour, they need the money because they don't make a lot and their purses are small. So it's okay. We can look past that. The ladies event, the women, women, the problem with Saudi Arabia, (laughs) the main issue with Saudi Arabia is women, women's rights. And they're giving money to a women's event. And it's cool. Because they need it, and they probably do. But when it's here, you're a piece of shit if you want to go play with money backed by the Saudis. And how could you? How yeah. could you? Oh, where did that money come from? Yeah. Oh, how could how could you? We know where the money came from. Fucking us. Because how does Saudi Arabia make all their money? What 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 do they sell? How do they make money? Earl. Yes. <laughs> oh. Who who <laughs> buys their oil everybody yeah everyone yeah Yeah. everyone buys their oil so it's not they're not sitting there going up to people robbing them and then cutting their head off they're not playing grand theft auto they're not accumulating (laughs) money for every person that they kill (laughs) your countries because obviously golf is very popular here and in europe your countries yep fund saudi arabia constantly who then are trying to fund this golf league. It's you and your country, not them. Like I said, they don't get, you know, a million dollars for every person they behead or every fucking gay person they execute or every woman that's not allowed to drive. There's no stipend for that. (laughs) It's your money from your country. That's buying their oil. That's giving them the cash to do this. So yeah, they're not, it's not their money. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, oh, oh, uh, struggling league. Oh, good. Nah, PJ tour. No, you guys are greedy. Yeah. Well ask a mini tour guy how they're doing. It's pretty good. <laughs> or a corn ferry guy. Corn ferry guy won like three times last year and won like 600,000. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Sick. All right. Uh, so for my final thought, um, this could get interesting. We're two minutes away from nine. So Spencer and this cyber guy could just show Ooh, let's up. Go. So, uh, for my final thought, <laughs> my <laughs> final thought is, uh, has to do with a, a few, a few episodes now in a row on this show, we've been doing a lot of callbacks to some previous, uh, some previous episodes that we've done throughout the past, throughout our history at Sarcasm Speaks. Well, my final thought today has a little bit to do with that because, on this show, probably like two and a half years ago at this point, I went on the record and I said that uh, baseball was going to disappear and that football was going to die and that soccer was going to take over with as, lacrosse. With lacrosse. With lacrosse. Yes. As, now, when when was this supposed to happen? Oh, I don't know. I was just <laughs> talking out of my ass. Yeah, I was being. No, no, no. No, when you said that. Did, 
would you have expected it to happen by now? Uh, no, I think I probably said 20 years. Like if I, I think it was probably 20 years. <laughs> okay, um, go on. sorry, go on. <laughs> so with that being said, there is a new fastest growing sport in America and it's continuing to attract new players. That sport is pickleball. Let's go. Dude, the people are going nuts for this right now. People are shitting their pants over pickleball. It is the fastest growing sport. And people like Mark Lasry, who I don't know who that is, Tom Dundon, who I don't know who that it is, and Gary Vaynerchuk, who I do know who that is, have all made sizable investments in the sport. Lifetime health clubs are building 700 new courts across the country and hosting tournaments. Is this like there's this whole article, dude? People can't wait to try to find property, even locally, to do. They they just want to do pickleball courts. There's a there's this massive basketball court, like facility, and they're fucking literally taping it up for pickleball. So there's a massive pickleball uh, scene in Austin, Texas. Remember when we I saw it when we walked by it. I didn't even know what the sport was or sport. Let's take this easy. As a guy who is a two-time All-American and Ultimate Frisbee, it's a fucking activity. (laughs) So (laughs) Ultimate Frisbee, dumb activity. Pickleball, never never played it. So I'm not going to uh I'm not gonna give a a grade on it, but uh it's an activity, it's a fucking hobby. It's 4.8 million players in the US. Wow. Registered. Registered. Dude, we should go pro in pickleball. Yeah, and maybe it'll be maybe it'll be the same deal as Ultimate Frisbee back when when uh, I could have taken my talents professionally. Jesus, where it was one hundred and fifty bucks a weekend, and you paid all your own shit. <laughs> so <laughs> games in Philly, you're going to Philly, and you get one hundred and fifty bucks. I'm like, it costs more than one hundred and fifty bucks to go to Philly. Sketchers is making a signature uh, shoe. Wow, of course they are because it's all old people. <laughs> Yeah. That's the thing. Like, that's why the basketball court's taping up because they're doing pickleball during the day when people are like adults are around and then the kids are in at night. Yeah. So here we go. Pickleball might overtake one of these sports. <laughs> pickleball might over pickleball might overtake disc golf if it's lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been less interested in something than disc golf. I hate I so again, I mean. I'm pretty elite at throwing a Frisbee. I mean, you don't get to the top the way I did. Um, it's I, I hate, I hate disc golf. It's like, I know I play regular golf, so I probably covers the the itch and it, they're probably too similar, but I just hate the idea that the fucking, like when I played, there was a, a living organism with arms and legs that could run and like, I could throw to an area, whatever. Yeah. And like curve it, whatever, do whatever I needed to do. And someone would go grab it. And that would be like how we scored. I just hate that. It's a fucking stationary target. Like and that's like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I just hate that. It's like, Oh, throw to this stationary target in the fucking woods. It's like, Oh, fuck this. Yeah. You're not going to be able to see this, but there's like this massive complex being built in Charlotte, North Carolina for um pickleball, 27,000 wow. square feet, 1.9 acres. Jesus, that is no joke. Five indoor courts, five outdoor courts, full service restaurant. I think the cigar bar is going to sponsor it. Yeah. (laughs) You guys want to go to the cigar bar? I'm going there. 
I'm going yeah. there when I have to go to Charlotte this year. The cigar bar? Why wouldn't yeah. you? We're members. I mean, I have a fucking mem- I paid for a membership. So <laughs> you guys need to become the official podcast of uh, pickleball. Yeah, we could actually. We could we could do a quick pivot. <laughs> add an extra show just have someone else do it because i don't know anything about pickleball <laughs> nothing so have have either of you played ever or tried no, never never so i couldn't tell you, you the are... first thing about it so there's courts in the summertime down in assembly of, of course obviously yeah <laughs> i mean live broadcast <laughs> just set up oh man that would be hysterical yeah uh, yeah, we're here at the uh, New England Championships of Pickleball. <laughs> oh, wow. I have How'd no you get idea in there? what's going on. Well, we on. made it up. <laughs> yeah, we had to apply for a press pass. <laughs> we should we should do that. We should start a fake tournament. Yeah. Or like give it some like crazy ass name. Like, yeah, like New, either like New England Championships or the New England Masters of Pickleball, whatever. Yeah, and just, just invite like, people. It oh, works so for Firefest. We just got to get space. Well, no, you just fucking crown a winner and it's easy. Yeah. As long as a winner is crowned, you have a legitimate operation. Well, yeah, like, no, I mean, like it, it worked for like Firefest was a complete sham. Like if, all we have to do is just invite people and they'll show up like because they'll do it. <laughs> Sorry, Buy one of those presents. Like, $12 trophies. Or just repurpose like an old, tro- an old like karate no. trophy. I'll just take what I did for the evolution cup. I'll just spray paint a fucking rum jug. Oh uh, yeah. That works too. <laughs> so there we have it. Everyone watch out for pickleball. I got to learn the rules. America's next big sport. Yep. <laughs> watch out NFL. <laughs> uh, well, it looks like maybe Spencer uh, postponed his show. Because imagine that he was telling me I was scared to jump on. He's scared to do a solo show. Scared to do his own show. What a fuck. What a a fuck. Unless the guy backed out on him. He could have. He could have. Or they're doing 915, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to sit in here until they come. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck is this guy? (laughs) Oh, you sent me the link. Don't you know? That's the funny thing too, right? Because anyone we've sent the link to, yeah, they can just hop back. Can ju- can get back in and during a reality tonic show, which is pretty funny too. So, uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, if you're on YouTube, click the thumbs up, subscribe, rate, review uh, wherever you're listening to. If you're an audio only guy um, or gal or zer or G, although I'm willing to bet if you're a zer. You don't listen to this show. So now we've probably offended you 40 times over and you're, <laughs> yeah. you're good. Yeah. You're all set with us. Uh, so that's fine. Um, tell everybody, you know, about the show. Um, thank you to mybookie.com. I uh, use the promo code sarcasm pod. When you sign up to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. Also go to grill your ass off.com. Uh, use the same promo code sarcasm pod when you check out every single time you check out 15% off your entire order. Uh, can confirm. I think I said this in the last episode, the hot sauce, fucking delicious. Um, so they got a brand new hot sauce at grillyourassoff.com. Uh, you can use our promo code sarcasm pod and you get 15% off when you buy it. Um, you can get us on Twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks, uh, Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks. The website, sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some shit. And until next time. Bye.
Later.